0: Hi, welcome back to the Forever DMs. (laughs) I'm Evan, coming off in the middle of a sentence I was saying to everyone else, just to fuck with them. Uh, I, again, will be your DM for this uh, evening, or afternoon, (laughs) or, I don't know, early morning. If you're watching us while you're like, it's two in the morning and you're trucking, good for you. Uh, I hope they're not watching us, honestly. Wait, they would be watching us? Listening, whatever, consuming the media. I was more interested in the trucking part. Do you think
1: that we have like a trucker fandom going on? Oh do you think no, got like
0: some. I, I <laughs> There's don't, one
2: person. Come on, but
0: you know, they're like that's the main audience for people who listen to podcasts regularly is people who just do stuff and just want audio in the background so that they can feel like so that they they feel human connection. Uh, <laughs> in the time when they're normally like sitting in L.A. traffic or like lifting lumber or something. I don't know. Uh. Delivering like a baby. Yeah, delivering a baby. If you're out here listening to the Forever DM <laughs> delivering a baby, <laughs> I, Drop wow. A Drop a yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. US
2: yeah. 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 Well, send us, it, five stars. send um, us a DM. I Tell like us the baby's name. What? This is so insensitive. Hi. Thinking about the Evan's twin that survived the selection from eons ago. That's what? really a dark brother. Yeah, this is a shout out to one of the older intros that we did. I've...
3: What
0: I feel yeah. like I remember
2: what you're talking about.
3: Oh, the Evan that survived the selection process,
1: right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. that, that <laughs> is lie. an older bit.
3: <laughs>
1: that right, that bit's ancient, just you're like welcome. Evan's other brother. Yeah.
2: Wow. So that well, anyway, I saw him in the window. Regardless, I'm playing as Hoon. Hey, hey, everybody, how we doing? Hoon, Hoon. hoon. Yes, Hoon, yes. Ew. Continue the introductions! <laughs>
1: Alright, you always do this. I'm Cam. I'm yeah. being told what to do, and I hate it. Yeah. So I'm actually going to take back my introduction. This is my uh, rejection of an introduction. Do Damn. not refer to me this whole time.
0: Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We railroading up in this bitch. You gotta say your introduction <laughs> to progress. <laughs>
3: oh, God. Yeah. And uh, after a long and bloody war, and a deeply deeply bloody succession i am the burger regent what and i am playing alistair i was wondering what you're gonna go with i like regent a lot Uh, what (laughs) i am the burger (laughs) regent not (laughs) reject (laughs) their highness
0: yeah Uh, this is where we hear like the horns come in you can hear like light drums in the background uh intro complete uh, <laughs> so we're all right that's left. a wrap let's go Check that's enough, that guys
1: please.
3: and just keep uh
1: keep, do we all just right, say like, like good night next next everybody all right so great
0: i will do a light recap and then we'll get into our, our clues as normal uh we found ourselves in the forest seeing standing in front of a big f- in crater uh with a tree at the end of it uh prior to this what did we learn during our last experience of the morning of this loop
3: well i learned from the golden girls uh, that um, the Chris's are up to some real kinky shit, and uh, the little one is hung like a Goliath. Apparently,
0: you ask um, for gossip, and ye shall receive.
3: I'm not especially mad, honestly. The Just... fact that. Of
0: this is the first thing
3: of the recap that we got to it tells me <laughs> it all was the I first i'm going through my problem. notes and uh-huh. like this is the first thing that they told me so like it's the first thing in the notes you didn't even so, say where we all went you didn't even yeah
2: you know. there's some clear like unimportant you know, right? order Semantics. priorities you're right we right. so you
3: went to the, the the wood tavern
2: oh we went to the wood.
3: whispering whatever okay um yeah it, which is all apparently an act um there was um, crushing, crushing. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Sailor <laughs> came to town. Starts talking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, sea beast. Super drunk um, all the time. Super drunk all the time. about Uh, Garrick Aftars, the rancher's son. He knew about the meteor shower because he owns a telescope. Uh, he's <laughs> that, That's big info in a to
0: town like this.
1: Yeah, owning a telescope is
3: actually massive. Yeah, How?
1: I don't know where the fuck he got that. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, no. If we're back by afternoon, which this loop it's not looking like, um, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Oh no! Uh, you had a conversation with Alva,
1: right, you know, that was that was big. We figured out that she's has no idea what the fuck happened, uh, in the previous loop, which clued us into the fact that there are other players in the game, uh, who also may or may not have information. Um, first, not you know, of course, there's being uh, not Meg. The mm-hmm. squirrel druid. Mm-hmm. Um, the screwid. The screwid. Oh. Oh, I hate ugh. that, but I said ugh. it.
3: I hate it, and I said it.
2: Oh. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather. You don't
3: know how much you hate things until it actually leaves your mouth and just leaves a bad mouthfeel.
0: <laughs> yeah. I prefer yeah. squirt. I mean, it's... that's a better way Ew, to say it, I No, guess.
3: absolutely not. <laughs> you don't uh, like squirt? Both bad.
0: both bad. No.
3: <laughs> bad. All
1: right, how about man. you just call
0: her as she requested just not Meg.
1: yeah just not Meg. it's fine uh, I'm not referring to her to her so it's fine for now she won't hear this um, and then yeah so we, we went and met her off in the deep forest saw like that big old tree that fell from the sky it's pretty massive no leaves so dead seemingly perhaps question uh, mark splintered
3: off in a storm
1: yeah, it could be that as well. Um, not sure if this is what the Seabeast is after. It might be because the Seabeast has said that there is something here that it wants. Um, mm. I don't know. Was there anything else? I think that was about it. I think we really yeah. we yeah. had a, a pretty slow-paced session, but it, it, we got a lot of info.
0: Well, yeah. yes, it, it was because last session you guys spent a solid 30 to 45 minutes planning out this day. Uh, That's true. Which yeah. we will now get into uh after shortly after meeting nutmeg she you know not necessarily being hostile but just not wanting you to have your weapons drawn uh led you deeper into the forest where you came across a massive crater with a tree at the end of it which i will describe again just for the sake of you know describing it uh, thank you is it, it is this big hunk of wood like it is clearly tree material Uh, There is, like, heavy, large pieces of bark on the edges. Uh, It has, like, roots digging out the bottom. Uh, And the top, instead of, like, branches and leaves, it looks splintered. In the way that, like, when you take a pencil and you snap it, uh, there's, like, the splinters of a snapped, like, snapped and broken wood. This is wood that was not cut cleanly. It was not, uh, you know, trimmed organically. Uh, This was broken. Uh, And you can see, uh, besides that, it is simply a massive tree. It appears to be uh, lifeless, as it stands. Uh, And it is dug into one end of this long, like, uh, impact crater. Uh, Very stereotypical, like, um, escape pod collides with the earth, leaves this, like, large Mm, crater, and then sits at one end of it, like, movie crater. Uh, So it is this large, like, dug-out dirt crater, uh, with a tree sitting at one end. Other than that, the rest of the forest
2: seems largely undisturbed. And then, uh, DM, just for, you know, the sake of stupidity and b- brilliance, how long is the crater? Oh, uh, the crater is a few hundred feet. A few, like, so like 300 feet exactly, or like 312?
0: Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what, I'm about a roll. I'm about this to is roll. for all it's those
2: cool. nerds out there that want to calculate the impact of this tree. I'm just genuinely curious. Yeah, just for you, buddy, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm just gonna roll this many they, guys. They're a little
0: busy
1: they're a little busy delivering babies so they can't do the math themselves so either to and or trucking. could be both at the same time which is <laughs> dangerous yeah yes
0: it, one hand the... on the wheel one hand on the baby okay. <laughs> the impact crater is uh, exactly 866 feet long okay there damn. you go that's pretty long
1: it is
3: a very long crater
1: as a skid and a half mm-hmm. i wonder if anyone like felt this when it crashed how deep in the forest are we? Uh,
0: you are relatively deep in the forest. This took okay. a few hours travel. All uh, right. It, like I mentioned last time, if you had failed that survival check to navigate, you would have lost a full like time slot moving through this area. As it stands, you are right at the tail end of what we would consider our noon phase. Mm, got it. Um,
1: Can Quincy take out his magnifying glass and look for tracks, specifically looking for the tracks of
0: Chris's? to see if they've been through here okay go ahead and roll a survival check or investigation
1: all right oh i'm definitely gonna roll that survival because that's what my character is known for
0: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's why i like to offer alternatives when making seal checks uh because you could feasibly use either for this it's a
1: 26
0: a 26 uh you do in fact find tracks they seem to be uh they seem to be a day old Meaning, like, they seem to have been from last night. Um,
1: Oh, like, they came and investigated this when it happened.
0: Yes. Uh, Interesting. And they they left going east shortly. after.
1: All right, so this must have happened last night. All right, uh, I'll share that with everybody. Uh, Looks like the Chris's were here last night. Uh, They must have seen this crash down and head off uh, east, where we saw them yesterday. I mean, today. I mean, well, you know.
3: Right, yeah, no, it gets weird. Uh so not Meg, just to confirm, this happened what, last <laughs> night, or has this been here a minute?
0: Uh yes, last night. <laughs> oh, I don't remember the southern. voice exactly. It was no, I know it was something high pitched and posh that hurt my throat, but we'll figure it out.
3: <laughs> no, that's about right. Uh I know this that sounds completely normal to me.
1: That's yeah. right on
3: the right on the
1: money, as far as your voice is concerned. Um <laughs> <laughs> As you listen to this character
3: have a complete,
0: like, breakdown, just,
2: yeah. what is my voice? <laughs> who am I?
0: There we go, Changes I found every it. Loop. We reset when I shouted, who am I? I figured it out. The reset
1: phrase is, just <laughs> who
0: am I? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Alright, Uh. Nutmeg, uh, so, I'm assuming you know of the Chrises then. Oh, yes,
0: good friends. Good
1: friends. Right, yep. Um. Curiously, there seems like they were here last night as well.
0: They were indeed.
1: Did you uh, at all discuss this with them? Did you have any conclusions? Uh,
0: so um, we tried to get close to figure out what it was and uh, bad things happened. Um, whatever that tree like tree, it looks like a tree, but it ain't a tree. Whatever it is, it attacked when we got close, oh. defended itself.
2: And, oh, uh, that sounds about
3: right. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's at this point that you guys see Hoon has, like, completed his ruins for his uh, ritual cast of um, Detect Magic, and they kind of, like, glow in this, like, beautifully bluish-purple light in the background. Still has a range of 30 feet, yeah? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's just active at this point.
0: At not wanting to risk the Chris's safety, I encouraged them to move along and said I would do, uh, do study of my own uh, from a distance and then come to find them when I knew a little bit more. Right, and how's that been going for you? Uh, it, you know, it's only been a few hours. Um, most of what I've noticed is that it attacks things that draw near, but not, not small animals. And despite having crash-landed last night, it's already set roots in the ground. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Well, that makes things easy for me. Uh, I warg into Mm Ratsan, and have ratson scurry up towards the tree. I also throw a rock, just
3: randomly. 800 feet? It's no. the same... It's,
1: <laughs> it's the same rock that you touched the lightning bolt. You just kept it on you.
2: <laughs> sure, we'll say that happens. for flavor. We'll say that for flavor. Yeah, You throw it... At, uh,
0: it's really tough <laughs> to say, make a deck save for Ratsun. Um, but <laughs> as Ratson approaches... How do I want to handle this? Because familiars of small animals are a little different. I will say, have Ratson roll an arcana check for me.
1: Rats in making Arcana check, huh? With Using minus rat stats. Four? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh
0: boy. All right. Count uh, yourself lucky. He's like got a two. minus four. You want to roll low on this?
1: Okay, so I got a sixteen on the die. I'm gonna use. You said I have to roll low.
0: You would. You would prefer to roll low on this.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna use my portent roll of a nat one to give him a negative three Arcana.
0: Grand. Uh, you see, uh despite Ratson being a familiar and having a connection to you and having lived through multiple time loops himself and been present on Yggdrasil, uh, due to his small presence, he goes unnoticed by the tree and is able to approach with little to no resistance. Not little to no, with no resistance. Fantastic. Uh, and is able to do any level of investigation you would so wish. Uh, do you want to just roll an investigation check? Or uh, what are you I'll trying to figure another-
1: out? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll I'll try to... I mean, we know it came last night. Mm-hmm. It's... It obviously has yggdrasil like vibes.
0: Um, I will also uh, say, if you want to ask me specifically questions, I like you don't need to roll an investigation check if you have something you're looking for.
1: I, it's already growing into the ground.
0: You yes. said right? Yes, you can see the roots. Uh, Ratson is very easily able to scurry down. The roots have been put in; they are not set at this point. Right, so it's like planting a new plant in a like in a new pot. Uh, it's you know the roots are in, but they haven't fully settled yet. Uh, so this thing is relatively loose, but it is very quickly touching down to ground.
1: Does it? I think the first thing I want to do is have rats in take a little nibble out of it, okay. like just in a specific spot, and I record the spot so that if we ever come back, we can see if anything, if it stays the same in between loops. So to like leave a little mark just in case it stays uh- consistent.
0: As Ratson does that, I will also tell you this. Uh Ratson bites into it, is able to leave a little mark, no problem. Ratson is able to tell, this is old wood. Old wood and new wood have very different, like distinct textures. Like new wood is green and supple and like full of life. Old wood is w- what we know as wood, right? And it is heavy, barky. Uh Ratson, like it takes a little nibble into this. It does not taste as though this has grown over the span of a day.
1: It it it's as if this thing has survived through the loops. Yes. I see. Okay. All right. Uh, Just um, so far, this thing is a little weird. It seems like it's survived in between loops. It's one of those things that just continues to be there. Um, Hmm. So I'm wondering if
3: this is... I don't know. I mean, to be fair, last time I ran something similar to this, I was on an airship and uh, Um, it kept getting shot full of lightning and um, dispersed into everything else it got... Grabbed Um, on to you. Flinter. That's what they called it. It was a splinter. Hmm. uh, So you're saying that this thing's like really dangerous? I mean, it's a shard of Yggdrasil. Of course it is.
2: Uh, um, If If
3: it is, in fact, the same kind of thing. I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, like... Come all the hallmark traits you know Not sure, maybe, like, yeah.
2: so so like i'm like i'm I'm really like oh. five seconds away from like you know catapulting a grenade into this thing center but I, I i i i'm open to conversation if you have any ideas well you I see he cocks his code. gun like right <laughs> as he says that are you going to catapult
3: your gun at it like
0: no well, that'd be kind of fun actually because
3: <laughs> if it lands and then the trigger
1: goes off it's like bang bang you know <laughs>
0: Catapult I mean, the gun. Like, catapult the gun while having the trigger like tied down. So it's just <laughs> flipping through the air. Just...
1: You take oh, the bullets God. out You take the <laughs> bullets out of the gun and then catapult the bullets
3: individually
1: instead yeah. of using the gun.
3: <laughs> uh um, no, so a thought occurred to me. So the way this primary way of attacking was to grab hold of people and then summon down electricity into itself, which would then shock And electrocute the people that it was holding on to. So technically, if this thing is now holding on to the world and it's getting electrocuted by proxy, is it electrocuting the world or at least passing some of its own energies into? Wait, are you suggesting?
2: Oh, you are.
3: You are suggesting the loop. And especially, okay, because we got, okay, evidence. We have... I really thought uh, you
0: were about to address me there. Evidence, uh, <laughs> evidence. we have,
3: evidence. Uh, uh, we, I mean, this. Like, okay, this isn't necessarily my strong suit, but I mean, let, let's go with it. So, like, I'm with you. We got Oblis who's got uncontrolled, uh, wild lightning powers. Right. Who, uh, we got a giant stasis lightning bolt on the beach. Yep. Yeah. Which I mean, really weird happenstance. If those two aren't somehow connected, really uh i mean we never really asked what color uh avra is because that seemed a little sensitive i guess uh yellow
0: no uh she's blue
3: i'm i was gonna say she's either blue or sapphire
0: yes she we are aware
2: that (laughs) we are well aware that avra is a mother at this point i couldn't i couldn't you know trigger you anymore yes uh okay Avra, was... the kobold, as you
0: understand it, is biologically female. Uh, Avra, neske frige, nobredudolongdeber, as you understand it, identifies as female.
3: Right. And then ch- she also laid an egg, which, again...
1: Yeah, there's a little
0: bit, bit of a tip, but...
3: You know. Uh... <laughs> kind of gives it away there.
1: Kind of set yeah, I mean, it. kind of... Kind I'm of... not really sure anything about dragon anatomy, so I
0: can't tell you I one I mean, thing to or be another. fair, I've only met one It before. would be horrid for a dude to do it. It'd not be fun.
1: I never said it would be, but Avra doesn't seem the type to shy away from uh, you know, from danger, so.
0: <laughs> oh my
3: god. Um, <laughs> Ugh. So it's like, all right. So I mean, she I figured she was either blue or sapphire. And so like, right, I think I mean, it was
1: blue with sapphire eyes, but whatever. Right. Same thing.
3: True. Just from what I, will I understand.
0: Say, Avra the cobalt is blue. Uh, right. uh, the full dragon you have not seen.
3: Fair. And again, it just seemed like a rather Insensitive question to ask, you know? It's not just, hey, what color are you? Like, <laughs>
2: what do you mean? That's how I start every interaction.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm
2: right. just
0: saying, it just seems so. All I right. feel
2: like we're yeah. slightly <laughs> off off base here. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, Quincy, absolutely. what
3: were you gonna say? Um, well, I,
1: I'm liking where Alistair's going with this. This is a lot of information that I didn't know about. The splinter, you said it's like, yeah, distributes lightning towards whatever it's gripping onto. That's the also roots are scary. The roots are obviously interlaid in the ground, right it's surviving in between loops um right. hold on, and I ward back into ratson real quick and I look to see if there are any scorch marks or like lightning marks like anywhere like where it looks
0: like lightning has hit this thing uh you don't see anything from the bottom, so ratson scampers up to the top and still finds nothing interesting um, um
3: I'm almost tempted to have ask who to shoot it with lightning, but like that also could be a bad thing and accidentally trigger another loop.
1: Pretty much instantly, yeah. Yeah, Possibly.
3: Or, you know, less
1: worst case, but still bad case, is it maybe, like, skips a few hours ahead in the loop, you know?
3: Right. I mean, that would be really kind of the ideal situation in that. But Hmm. there's no really, no way of knowing without actually doing, and I'm not necessarily ready to do that.
1: So here's the thing is, um, we don't know where this thing came from. Right. Yggdrasil never said that there was some sort of piece of it missing, necessarily. Uh, it feels like that's something it would know, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure
3: I mean it it's, it's a lot big. to keep
1: track of, right It's like if there's uh, a lot
3: of it it's like if, it's, if there's like, like a system. cell
1: there's a cell missing on your toe, you're not going to really know that
2: there's a cell missing on your toe. You know what I mean? I mean right. it gets a little worse when you consider the fact that you know we we ourselves are looping through time. In this instance, and it's just a small contained spot. What if this like splinter, whatever it came from, was actually from a different time Ooh. of Idrisil oh. itself? What if, what if it, what if it was actually from the Never Time? The what? Oh, now.
0: I, as the DM, let me chip in. The huh? The what? <laughs> 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 all three of us
2: you see like even you know, four of yeah, us you rat- see no the, 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 what? <laughs> bitch the fuck are you talking about so so all right let me let me explain basically like the way the way i came across that term is basically because you know I, we we exist now but that existed maybe in another space but we didn't know about it so it never existed to us until now ne- so the never time anyway look it was a bad thing are i you- Talking about are you talking- object permanence? Yeah. What? Are you talking about like
1: non-perceptive, like it doesn't exist unless it's like Schrodinger's splinter? Is that what you're saying right now?
3: Uh, it's my- like uh, does everyone back in here still still exist right now?
0: No, it's not. I don't know who you're talking about, but no. <laughs> I mean, like
3: from the se perce-
1: Okay, this is philosophical. This is not much to do with the right. concrete details of things. This is not my strong suit. So I'm gonna leave that for you to take notes on, Hoon. My, I liked where you're going though. That this splinter might actually be, like, there might be an, a piece of Edrasil on this world that connects it to Yggdrasil and this got knocked off by something and then happened to tie itself down over here, get corrupted, something like that. Uh, it could have come from, I mean,
3: space, honestly. I mean, there's a right. meteor shower. It... Outside of time, another timeline altogether.
2: Right, which is what I was originally trying to say before I got really lost.
3: Oh. Ah, all right. That okay, right. see now that makes yeah. more sense to me. <laughs>
1: right. The never, never time, never time sounds just like it's a bedtime story. Uh, right? Yeah, the never
2: never. Well, you know, you have to start somewhere, right? And then that's and then true. You, 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 you start with children's
1: stories, and then you get to the you know textbooks. And I mean, legends
2: sense. were helping create children's stories for eons in my you know existence. So well, yeah, right. Anyway, so all right,
3: right. We got this, this bloody stump of shot
1: of a tree. uh, Do you guys think that it's possible that we need to bring that
2: lightning bolt that we found here? I mean, that certainly is a way to test out our theory, but I I wouldn't say that it's, like, necessary.
3: I mean, that would certainly put a bit of a neat bow on it. It's as if, like, some great big cosmic being just put the keys right in front of us.
1: That's what I'm saying, is if this is, like... Because what it might be needing is some sort of, like, jolt. Yeah, like something from its own cell. I don't know. I don't know. I, well, mean, I mean...
2: What I could do is I could try and suggest... To, or uh, not suggest... Attempt to make that teleport device that I was talking about since the beginning.
1: Well, hold and on. I would I, teleport the bolt. We should actually confirm something. Nutmeg, you said bad things happen when things mm. that aren't small animals approach. Yes. Are we talking like we've discussed where it will grab onto the person and electrocute them?
0: Uh, similar. Um, I haven't seen any electrical powers. That I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. Um, What I have seen is when people get close, I'm a druid. Normally, I'm the one who controls the forest. So when the other trees start to come to life and attack me, I freak out, all right? That's scary. No, that's fair. That's scary. So this thing, um, I don't know what you're talking about with lightning or all this elemental stuff. I didn't see anything from that. This brought the trees around it to life, and they attacked us.
3: Um, very dangerous. Oh. That's interesting. Oh. So there's variations within the splinters. That's interesting. Hmm. Is I mean, there sense?
1: Is there like a difference in the wood in the type of tree now? Like is something changed?
0: Uh, what? When the other trees come to life? Yes. No, they function the same way as when I call upon them. Uh, you know, they they move and shift uh, as as they normally would just at accelerated speeds.
1: Did that uh, Did that happen Without it perceiving you do that before, or did you try that and then it, somehow it learned?
0: No, it did that on its own accord. I approached it, curious about uh, what it was, and I suddenly a branch was whipping at me out of nowhere, and I was flung across the crater. Ass over tea kettle. That so even sounds, uh, I
3: would love some tea, actually. Horrible.
0: I don't have a pot. I'm sorry. That oh, doesn't sound. I can give you a leaf.
3: Oh, nothing.
1: That's like Here 35 you percent right there. <laughs> We can make some tea when we get back with that thing.
3: Yeah, this, this is a coca leaf.
1: Oh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> well, I've then, never no. had one before. That's interesting. What's it what smell you, like?
0: Uh, yeah, what's us wait for later then. <laughs> it's I not mean, as potent when it's not distilled. You're fine. Uh, do we
1: do we want to try to
2: mess see. with this thing? I um I I definitely feel like there's there's need for more experimentation. I um am curious if someone has the ability to use magic to help hide our traces, hide our traces. Yes, you know, make like it the, easy like, to sneak around. Like, I do to, not
3: to pass without visibility. Yes, without <laughs>
2: visibility <laughs> to hide to hide uh-huh. our traces. Uh-huh. Yes, move yes, without have, a trace. Yes. Yeah, yeah wouldn't, right.
0: Wouldn't Willow be nice right now,
2: huh? <laughs> I um. Mean, I could no. just
1: I could just sneak up to it if you want. But... You might
2: be a smidgen better than me. Let me see here. Hold mm-hmm. on. Um well I'm I'm only marginally good as I, I feel like I'm able to, you know, hold up two fingers like a V and uh, you know, it, it might be okay. Uh what?
1: <laughs> I, I you know what I, I read you loud and clear. I'm pretty sure I'm like triple as good as you at sneaking around.
3: Uh, I Um, am pretty disadvantageous in this situation.
1: Alright, so it looks like
3: I drew the short end of the stick. Um, uh, (laughs) Cool. Before you go, Uh, uh, I'm going to first level spell slot cast heroism on you. Oh. So you get four temporary hit points, and a willing creature you touch is imbued bravery until the spell ends, is immune to being frightened, and gains temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting mod at the start of each of your turns. Great. So You get four okay. hit points each turn and you're immune to the Frightened Condition, and then bonus action, uh, bardic Inspiration, D6. Got it. Alright, um, before you do this, I'm just gonna have Detect Magic
1: up as well then, at this point. Uh, just do the same ritual cast, and then start sneaking up to this thing, I guess? Uh, wish me luck, gents. Uh, yep, uh, much okay. luck
0: received. You're trying and, to uh, sneak up on your own?
3: Uh, yep. Okay, roll an Arcana check for me. Disadvantageous at the whole stealth thing. Roll an
1: Arcana check, they say. It'll Mm. be fine, they say. Mm. It's a 15.
0: A 15? Damn. Could
3: could Quincy theoretically reverse inspire, like, if I shouted negative things at him? (laughs) (laughs)
0: If you so chose, I would allow you to flip <laughs> the effect of a Bardic inspiration and have it detract from your role.
3: <laughs> you fucking suck at this <laughs> Jeez. Oh my God. reverse inspire. <laughs> uh, so it's a
0: minus six. minus a d6? <laughs> if you so choose.
1: Alright, so this is gonna become a 13 as I'm a little bit distracted.
0: Thirteen, unfortunately, is still not low enough. Oh no. That's- Uh, so as you approach, uh, I will say this, as you approach, you see the, the barren tree in the center starts to shake and vibrate, uh, and you see its branches arc towards you, like, bending towards you, and they, you see, like, the branches literally start to do, like, the, uh, the Star Wars, like, force lightning, like, hand at you, uh, Uh but you see nothing is coming out. And you see, like, it holds that pose for a moment before the branches start to recede and dig, like, go back to their original position. And instead, you hear the ground start to shift as the roots burrow into the dirt. And you hear cracking from the trees around you as they see they start to animate and lean in towards you. Uh, I will give you in this moment... An opportunity to do something you are far enough away that you can see this Fantastic! Uh,
1: bonus action disengage and action dash away
0: <laughs> ran uh, so you see the trees start to animate and dig in towards you and as you push away they turn to follow you as you retreat as though they had faces and were staring at you and when you are out of their range they simply recede and return to their original positions
1: <sighs> all right that Thanks for um, yelling absurdities at me. Uh, That that made it much easier. Um, Um,
2: I was definitely two seconds away from doing something. I am so happy that you're here.
1: Yeah, no, me too. Uh, So I actually left a little thing here, too. It looked like it was trying to electrocute me, figured it couldn't do it, and then resorted to something else. So I think we actually do need to go get that lightning bolt. I think it's like a battery out of power. Hmm. And I think what's happening every night is it's just kind of getting overclocked, like just too much juice at once. You know, it's like um, it's like if you haven't drank in a long time, then you take like a quad shot of vodka or something and then you're instantly just fucked up. Oh, right. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: All the time. Happens to me. Never. I don't drink. But uh, more like a quad shot of espresso. How about that? That makes more sense for for me and my character.
0: i got to say. Uh, you you're mentioning some stuff. I'm I don't know a lot of the details you're talking about. Are you All talking right, about this giving the tree something to make it able to shoot lightning?
3: Yes. I mean I'm with the squirrel on this one. That's positively what I'm saying. Yes. That and you think that's a good idea? I do. Again, I'm with the squirrel on this one. That seems a
0: little kooky. You gotta understand that I'm not gonna let that happen, right? H- why not? Yeah. What the fuck? Why not? <laughs> You see that thing?
1: I do. I it just ran away from the it. the
0: trees. It tried to kill me.
1: The only reason it tried to animate the trees is because it couldn't shoot lightning at you. And you like, think that's, that's a, a better alternative? <laughs> well, I mean, he'll stop messing with your forest.
0: I don't know what that thing is. The best way to deal with it is to get it out. What, you just want to kill it? I don't. It's a tree. I don't know what could kill it. I mean, I mean what could kill anything? An axe. Fire. I mean, that doesn't kill the tree. Uh, uh, Copper. A tree sets its roots into the ground, and even if you are to chop it down, its, its roots will nourish and sustain the life around it. A tree is eternal. This thing needs to Reason. be... I don't...
4: <laughs>
0: this thing is... Termites. Incredibly dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. This, we are deep into the woods. Fungus. If anything <laughs> comes in here... If anyone comes in here, they will die to this thing, right? Any, any young beings, Good any one. young children, any aspiring hunters who happen across this tree will be in grave danger. Giving it the ability to shoot lightning will only enable it to kill them faster.
3: Lantern flies. Are you still
0: going? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> asked
3: what could kill a tree, and I'd like... It was rhetorical! <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: look, rhetorical or not, there were a lot of answers, so... <laughs> I am I, telling you there is
0: no way to truly remove life from the forest.
1: You're correct. You can't remove life. So I think that tree's kinda dead-ish. It's not a tree, like you stated, right? It's well, you put more life into it. It it might be like corrupted because it lacks that life. That's what i mean
0: I
2: don't agree with that theory um honestly i'm i'm kind of I, I don't i don't like to say this, but I agree with the talking squirrel i'm I'm agreeing with the talking squirrel uh, hello hi and wasted one um yeah. <laughs> I, I um y- you're welcome um <laughs> it's it yeah we don't we don't need to make scarier things scarier i i mean uh, <laughs> hoon is like twirling oh. one of the grenades like in his hand. Like stop those.
3: that!
0: Okay, mm-hmm. no, no, Hoon, I think you need to put that away. <laughs> oh not know. know what a grenade is. Um, it's
2: yes, a giant I, acorn. It's a yeah. giant rock, yeah.
0: That thing looks tasty. Um, <laughs> I don't like the idea of you giving this thing more weaponry. You saw, you approached it, it tried to shoot at you. That was its first instinct as soon as you approached, was to attack. It is a defensive measure, yes, but... Its first instinct is combat. This, the, you know, if, if you give it more tools to fight with, that will not change.
3: Unless, I mean, it's I mean there is sound another weird. question. Yes, sorry, what was that? It's going to sound weird, but has anyone tried, like,
2: empathy? What, like, talking with it? Right. Well, you, I mean, you I go imagine, ahead.
3: I mean, like, not really my forte, but I mean, I can give it a go, I guess.
2: Yeah, I go ahead.
0: appreciate the intent. I think I know a bit more about talking no, to trees I, than you, uh, you do. No,
3: I am one hundred percent on board. Like, but do you
0: want to give it a shot? Go ahead. I'll tell you right now. Normal trees, you know, difficult to talk to, considering the lack of mouth and vocal cords. But they can I express mean, intent, right? This and thing, unless
3: this tree's haunted by a ghost, I don't think I'm gonna get very far, to be honest. But
0: this thing's intent is a normal tree intends to grow, intends to reproduce, intends to spread. As much life does, this tree lacks intent entirely. It does not have will or purpose. It is present, but it It does not desire. Mm. Do you think it is is uh... dangerous?
1: I want to ask you something. You you ever think of a zombie?
0: Uh, No, I don't know what that is.
3: So, pretty regularly, honestly,
1: dead person, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. So Alistair gets it. So it's. (laughs) It's like, um, imagine, if you will, the body of like a being, mm. right? Where their mind and soul are no longer occupied in that shell. However, mm. it continues to roam mindlessly and act dangerously. Oh, and undead. And undead. Yes, undead. I deal with those
0: regularly. That's one of my uh, most prominent duties as a druid. Might I true.
1: ask if you know mm-hmm. if this could be an undead tree?
0: She kind of, like, takes a breath in as though to say something and then stops and kind of turns her head. I've never seen it before because a normal tree, even when killed, continues to live on in the life of those it can provide life for. But if I were to see a tree truly dead, this is, I would think, the closest I could approximate to it.
1: Yes. So my substitution is, uh, I think that's the word, is that its soul, quote unquote, is this lightning bolt that it no longer has access to. And yes, it comes out as a defensive measure to it, but that's only because it's running only off of instinct. My idea would be that this lightning bolt would give it consciousness, will, intent, perhaps something to communicate with it again. The issue that we see here is this is obviously not the full thing. It's it's like it's a creature without a head, right? The thing is (laughs) chopped up. And it's it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. Something happened to that other piece. My idea is that top half landed out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a sea beast in the east that knows that this thing is here and has access to the top half of it and wants the bottom half. I think that the thing that could provide this the opportunity to um, uh, rejoin the larger ecosystem that it's a part of is that energy source on the beach. It's right in between here and there. It makes sense as to why this creature wants something here. It ties into everything pretty neatly. I understand your hesitation when it comes to providing something that has been only dangerous towards you. Um a weapon. But when you have a wolf and you have a wolf back into a corner, you're much more scared of the one back into the corner than just the regular wolf. Right? This thing is backed into a corner. Much more
2: dangerous, much less predictable. Let's just get it out of the corner. So that actually kind of falls in line with one question that's kind of been lingering in my head, Quincy. Um, what? Who is keeping the bolt in stasis? I I think of it this way. What if it's the sea creature?
1: Well, I think if it's this is the half of the tree, think of the lightning bolt as its heart. The heart got lodged right in between where the bottom half of its body and the top half of its body could have gone right Right. i received that in the middle so the stasis maybe is just part of how it functions
0: you see nutmeg kind of goes quiet and contemplates your words as you guys continue discussing so i i will please keep talking but i want you to know that nutmeg is kind of just having a quiet philosophical moment here
3: i mean realistically One of us should maybe stay here and see what happens at loop
2: o'clock. Yeah, I think more than willing to put out my services for that. I can make a tiny hut. (laughs) 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 What? It's helpful in a pinch when you're out doing research in the Arctic or, you know, you're in the (laughs) Savannah and you just need to, you know.
1: Hoon, you're brilliant. A tiny hut is exactly what we've needed this whole time. Oh, Sorry, that was
3: goodness. Tom the player, not Alistair the
2: character. Oh, that was so <laughs> yeah. good. It, was, it truly the
0: timing of was it. just the way you said it.
3: I could make a tiny hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, it got me. Oh it my so positive. God. You sounded
0: like a Swedish schoolboy. It was
2: amazing. <laughs>
3: uh... <laughs> <laughs> I could make oh, a tiny
4: hut. let at uh... my tiny hut.
2: <laughs> I've successfully slain the podcast. That's it. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. We got our big yeah, yeah, the sweetest <laughs> schoolboy.
0: Name uh, of the
1: episode, Tiny Hut.
0: <laughs> uh you see Dutning at this moment turns to you, Q, and goes, You speak a fair truth, this Tiny One. You You are correct. As Inasmuch as I am afraid it is because of a lack of experience in interaction, I would still err on the side of caution, however, and would ask that you consult with whatever this sea beast is first to get a fuller picture. As true as you are in saying that this thing is backed into a corner and thus dangerous, I would still hesitate in granting it more capacity to do harm.
1: Enough. I I can definitely agree to that. I think talking to the sea beast would be great. I'm not necessarily sure how to get there,
3: uh, as I it mean, is in the sea. Take The sea. Yeah, I mean, take a boat. Could get a boat. Yeah, I, I've I've been a captain before. Oh, oh, you have. Oh, well, that's I mean, exciting. It was more ceremonial than anything else. I mean, I can uh, uh, oh, raise hey. the mizzen mast, milady. My <laughs> <laughs> like, see, raise I'm the
0: mizzenmast, my lady.
3: Yeah, that's 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 how it goes. Right. Do we want to do
1: this then? Tonight um, is going to be a bad night for everybody back in the village. Right. Uh, I don't think this is a night where we're going to fix everything, but this is a very good step in the right direction for us. I agree. Um, So do we want to split up during this part? Maybe, oh, Alistair, you know what we could do? What's that? Well, obviously the raiders are going to come in and they're all going to leave their boat. We just take their boat and go.
3: Oh, my God, that's brilliant.
1: We just wait for them to beach, and
3: then we just, we just we, take they the run boat. off, and
1: we just hop on, and we just go. We just fly off into
3: the sunset. I mean, the sun's already set by that point.
1: No, because they have to spend the time between the sun setting to get over to the village, so, like, it'll be setting when we're doing it, I'm pretty sure.
3: Oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Time yeah, because
1: the, time, the time, time, yeah, whatever. You yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Right. So yeah, now, we now know now where I'm they're going to be. They're not going to be on their boat. We'll take that. Right. We'll fly off to the sea beast. Oh. You know, ride off to the Sea Beast. Right, no, that was last arc. Right, uh, oh, <laughs> wasn't there for that. Um, <laughs> and then, I guess once we're there, we kind of have to have like a full-on conversation with this thing. So we should probably prepare for that.
2: Should I yeah. um, Should I make my tiny hut? Go for it. Yeah, yeah let's please. see it. By all means. Make,
3: make your tiny hut, Who? let's see it. You're so excited. Yeah, you just put that tiny hut. <laughs> 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 oh Quincy just
1: God. starts cheering for you. Tiny mm-hmm.
3: hut. Tiny,
1: tiny,
4: hut. 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 tiny,
0: tiny hut. hut, tiny hut, tiny <laughs> hut.
2: <laughs> oh my god! All right, so yeah, so convenient what, for winter. What uh, what Hoon Hoon does next is he, he feels invigorated and feels inspired by all of this unusual cheering and then <laughs> proceeds to go to you know the the closest tree, um, puts a little ruin on it. And then uh, goes to the next couple other trees and they put like the same ruin on it. And it's like slightly explosive, but like it's all in (laughs) the flavor. It's all in the flavor of creating and slash using the spell Tiny Hut. You better watch yourself, kid. (laughs) What? Hold hold on. Look, it's okay. Right. And then um, he uses those as the material components and then proceeds to draw another ruinic circle around. And it's got all sorts of like different geometry looking angles and, you know, Kind of like small little equations, and then it glows, and then there's a cute little tiny shack of a hut of <laughs> just logs. A little military wing, too. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Look at it. It's so tiny.
0: Nutmeg immediately scampers in, and it's just like, ooh, nice in
2: here. Yeah, it's actually quite spacious on the inside. Perfect is, room temperature.
3: This is not
1: tiny at all. This is like, I could fit like 20 of me in here. <laughs> Oh yeah,
3: this is oh,
1: my god, this is That's hilarious. a rookie
0: number, kid. You gotta step that up. I could fit easily two hundred.
3: <laughs> I you know, I like to see that. That'd be pretty
0: cool. All, all there are there two
3: hundred of you? I'd be concerned. I mean there's
0: two hundred squirrels a hundred percent, but
3: I like, yeah, uh, no, I mean two hundred
0: never mind.
2: No, two hundred of me, no. I'm unique, baby. <laughs> so just um for mechanics' sake, if you're inside of this little like log cabin of a tiny hut. "Quote unquote," you could see through it. It's yeah. very much not um, the other one where it like is small little tent and then goes into this crazy like spacious. Yeah, the mansion one. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the mansion I mean, it's one. The mansion.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, this is the tiny hut spell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So Hoon, you're gonna be okay here by yourself. Just I'll chillin'? be with him. Oh, okay, great. Uh, do you want me to leave Ratson with you guys as well? Just Hoon and two two rodents. Oh, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just, have a lot would've... of fun.
3: I mean, if All I knew right. where Lucky went, I'd leave him here too. But I mean,
1: can Monkey just the Lucky just swinging from a tree? and just be there now.
0: Uh, <laughs> roll a monkey check. Just roll. Yeah, roll
3: that twenty. Roll that twenty. I got a three.
1: Oh, yeah, no. No. <laughs> no, Lucky the is passed time. out on the
0: couch back at the loft. Oh <laughs> damn! Memory.
3: It's been taking a lot out of him. I mean, he doesn't remember the loops, but still.
0: Every day he wakes up and eats the bananas in the same exact sequence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He does the he's exact really same thing. He's become a creature of the loop. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he doesn't know or care that the that the, the loop is happening.
3: Exactly. Like he's just a regular ass monkey. He's not a familiar. No. Nope. just yeah. a normal ass monkey. <laughs> normal <laughs> yeah. ass monkey. He's
1: so. I had. <laughs> I had a realization. Um, this sea beast might might be raiding this village for what they believe is the greater good. Hmm. As If they are as powerful as Avra is, let's say, but not capable of coming ashore, and has this other piece of Yggdrasil, the, the tree, it might be trying to reunite all the pieces to stop the loot it, itself. Like, this might be right. its ploy in order to to fix things itself.
3: Right, but it's going about it with violence.
1: Well, I, what else is it going to do? Well, it doesn't have any options. It's, it's like I said, back into a corner, you're going to get violent. It, it, True,
3: yeah, but I mean, like... It doesn't know it has
1: allies. It it just knows it has these brainless... Well, not brainless, but, like, these raiders that just raid and tries the best it can.
3: Right. How are you going
1: to be like, oh, go get me this tree? You know, like, you can't really... They're not going to do that. They want money.
3: Right, yeah. No, that's a fair point. Yeah, so... Right, so I think then, maybe... Because you spoke with Avra about this thing. She said it was just some other thing. Like, a non-humanoid... That's right. This other sentient thing. Like, did she yes. get specific? If it were like another draconic thing, or if it was some sort of aberrant thing,
1: I or... would assume that if it was draconic, she'd be able to tell. Um, hmm. Just because she seems to have a pretty clear feeling no, of that yeah, kind of stuff. No,
3: that, that's, it's worth asking.
1: I'd assume it's probably aberrant. Uh, probably, it, Monstrous. But, yeah. We'll find out when we get there. I mean, we we may be mercilessly eaten alive and just not have a conversation, period. It could be brainless. I mean, who knows?
3: It's true. I mean, yeah, it's true. So, uh, to the beach, then, to find a good hiding spot, and then... All
1: right, uh, Hoon, if anything goes wrong, um, I guess, I don't know. I mean, uh, is there anything that we can give you to just give us a heads up?
3: I can give you 450 pierce bucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every episode trying to get rid of those Gotta find a way to cram it in.
3: He's
1: like, I gotta get rid of this out of my
3: inventory it's so bad.
0: Yeah. Um, there. You could just throw it away. It <laughs> would reappear away, next loop, but I was gonna oh, say sometimes
3: God. I just want to throw myself a ticket tape parade and just <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <Yeah>! Hooray
0: <laughs> You could take uh, a very you could take a very lackluster bath in a puddle of money.
2: I mean, <laughs> um Q would w- would not um you know the I I hate to say it, uh the death of Ratson cue you off? Um I don't
1: think it will unless I was a little bit closer. Hmm.
4: Imagine
1: uh,
0: proposing to snap your friend's pet's neck to let them know how things are going.
1: Honestly, it <laughs> crossed my mind. Um, <laughs> that was the direction I was going to head, but then I realized I don't think it would work, so it'd just be killing Ratson for no reason. Uh, which you've done before, so, you know, I don't want to repeat. Hey, it wasn't on purpose. I know. I just like to razzy about it, buddy.
3: Hey! This oh, right. Alistair is just rummaging through their backpack. Um, <laughs> All right, Alistair. Uh,
1: I guess we're <laughs> off to the beach. I'll uh, I'll report back to Manicals. you guys in the morning. Sounds good, Hoon. We'll see you yeah. in the morning. Or who knows? Maybe we'll solve it right now, and it's we'll steak. see each other
3: on the tree. I the hope you're right. Yeah, so uh, I got, me, I got nothing. Uh, right. right. Anyway, yeah. Um... <laughs> I guess could do, you could do. Oh, you know what you could do, Hoon? That we'd probably see. Hmm.
1: You just fireball the air. Oh, just straight up into the air, like a fireball. Just firework. straight up because
2: it's like hundreds like, of feet up, right? Like, like past like, the trees. Like to inspire the kids again, kind of thing. Yeah, we'll call it the, yeah. the
3: kids' inspiration move. We'll call it. Sounds Great. good. Great. Just yeah, just fiery inspiration up in the sky.
2: Yeah. Hey, listen. And, nothing gets anyone more excited, anyone more excited than an explosion. It's true. I, I, you know what? I think they're excited for the wrong reasons, though. Hoon.
1: There's no such thing. It, it, all Hoon <laughs> said was excited and didn't say positive or negative. Just no excited. No excitement is
3: bad excitement.
1: That's right. Just like news.
3: You know? <laughs> like Alistair's just like, no. <laughs> just very <laughs> firmly, just yeah. no.
2: All right, Alistair, let's There's uh, a
3: very key difference. Anyway,
2: oh, wait, not a bad influence. Wait, <laughs> I just had an idea. I okay. just had an idea. Um, Alistair, uh-huh. you 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 could you could talk to ghosts, right? Yeah, within sixty feet. Right. But so far what I'm understanding is that you know you could give it like or you you, you could ask it to like, you know, take a message, right? Couldn't you like ask one of the, the ghosts around here to like go down there to you in case something goes crazy? And like it wouldn't be seen, so it's not like it would be tipping anything off and right it would if, definitely if be might... a message.
3: Right, exactly. It'd be just, like, the message. Uh, but it. the thing is, it's like playing telephone. So, oh, like, man. I tell... Or, like, you know, what's that? Not, not telephone, because those don't exist in my world. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> cup on string. <laughs> yeah,
3: it, it's just like the cup on a string, where, like, every time it gets passed on, <laughs> it gets a little more distorted. So, like... But if it's just I mean, the one ghost... the ghost suddenly just whispers in your ear and just goes, Hi... Alistair on the banana boat with the sunscreen, <laughs> like that's not going to mean anything to you.
0: No, I, I, it won't be. That's, illegal, like, that's but won't the answer, to to
3: Klugan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, monkeys love bananas. Like it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's not. I think we'll sense be a okay. Everybody,
1: I, I think there's no reason right now. I I don't think there's a way that we're going to be able to do this properly. Anyways, I think it's just going to be either reunite by the end of the night or reunite in the morning.
2: Me yeah. desperately wanting a kooky ghost character? <laughs> no. You had one! What do you mean, me wanting one? You got one!
0: You had one, last arc! Last arc, and I gave you Fanny. And you true. and you had Sam and the girls.
3: Yes, he was sitting
0: on Stacy. Uh, you, have plenty of, you have plenty of goofy ghost characters. The party right. splits! <laughs> party the party splits! splits. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Uhun, because we could just have a brief moment. Um... Uh, as you guys, as you and Nutmeg start to sit to stake out, Nutmeg at one point just stands up and goes, "Ooh, if we're going to be waiting for a while and runs out of the hut uh, and just comes back 10 minutes later with a big handful of uh, acorns and just drops them on the ground uh, uh, and it is casting a hero's feast, uh, but it is a wow. squirrel sized hero's feast. Uh, Oh. (laughs) So you will not receive any effects because you're not, like, even if you partake of the food, it's not enough to get satiated. But there are acorns that are offered to you. Uh, And Nutmeg is uh, enjoying the effects. And you stake out. Cool. Uh, Uh, Hey, Ratson, you should probably eat some of these acorns. Ratson is, I assume, already digging it. Oh, for
1: sure. Uh
0: first would he get the effects?
1: Actually, before before oh, would he? Would Ratson get a hero's fees? Ratson would get the effects of a hero's fees. Oh, okay. Ratson gets a hero's fees. Let's, Let's go. go. Um before <laughs> eating each acorn, he takes his stethoscope and puts it up to it to, just to like listen in and then he eats it. Not because it has any effect, but just because he likes doing it to check to mm. see if it's good. It's like a superstition thing.
0: <laughs> Crazy to understand. I just potentially gave this rat... 20 more max HP. Go ahead and roll 2d10. It's max HP will increase by that much. Um, But yeah, so we will cut to uh, Q and Alistair as you guys walk through the woods. Easy enough to do. You know where to go east uh, at this point. And I will say it becomes late afternoon as you approach the beach. And for the very first time, coming out of the woods, uh, you end up on a set of beachside cliffs uh, directly outside the forest. And you see it is large, like Scottish sea cliffs like, big drop-off, and then there's, like, the huge rock face, and there's frothy white waves splashing against the sides, and it smells amazing. Uh, like, it is the smell of salt and seawater, backed with the scent of, like, life and forest behind you, and it just, you feel immersed in nature. And you see, at this moment, as you look a little bit south, you can see a line of figures slowly rising up the switchback, uh, from the beach. Uh, to head west towards the town,
3: all I right, we need to double time this, I think, yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> just mean, to think at the rate that we're going, I mean, I'm sure they'll be done moving up by the time we get there, that we can start moving down,
1: yeah, I mean you know, I, I think we just kind of give it a second anyways, by the time we get there, you're right, we'll be fine to think that this whole thing started by us uh, interrogating someone together this has
3: been this has been a, quite a journey so far, yeah, no, it's been really wild. <laughs> oh like, man, weird, really, I honestly. I heard- how do you stand having a thing inside your head? Like, I oh. hear it twitch every once in a while, and it's really awful. Well, um,
1: it's kind of worse for me, honestly. Uh, it's also... Um, my thing in my head is not just a little thing in my head. It's also my arch-nemesis, who's murdered wow. countless people just to make me smarter. So it's a pretty... If he wasn't tied directly to my emotional regulation part of my brain, I'd probably be mad. actually. Oh, that's peculiar. Um, Yeah, he actually uh, helps me manage the emotions of being creeped out by it, by just kind of tickling that. you not creeped out, right. Yeah, but objectively, I should be, right? Like, I should be completely messed up in the head, and I acknowledge Mm. that. (laughs) Huh. That's um. Huh. So you kind of got it lucky, you know. At least your thing isn't uh. At least your thing's not out there killing things to make you smarter, or, you know. No, no,
3: it's growing every time we loop. Right. Eventually we'll just squeeze my brain out of its socket. Hey, you know
1: I I I can't.
3: Hey, <laughs> that the way?
1: That's I don't <laughs> know when that's gonna happen to me. At least you got a score. I mean, this gonna happen at any minute. I could just be gone.
2: So, yeah, no, uh, that's
1: fair. Uh, it doesn't feel good though. I definitely uh, I agree with you and I'm sorry that you got that clock going. Uh but yeah, as someone uh, who doesn't have a clock, damn I wish I had one. Uh, it'd be great. Huh.
3: Yeah, no, it's kind of an ever-present source of anxiety. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> so wildly stressful all the time and like, thank god for caffeine am I right yeah, yeah uh, honestly I mean then like he pulls the leaf out of us saying oh yeah I got this too do um, you want to split it I guess yeah sure why not
1: <laughs> we split a coca leaf
0: yeah there you go as we walk down okay so uh <laughs> you guys wait for the raiders to move past and then go down
1: uh, would they see us if we started heading now
0: I would tell you to roll a stealth check Uh, I would also, like, regardless I will tell you to roll a stealth check. It obviously will get easier the longer you wait, but you'll have less time. Um, and, or you could try and get down some alternative way besides the switchback.
3: Like, something that would cause us to fall like feathers. I got it. You wanna jump in the water? I mean, I'm... How far is the water from here?
0: I
1: grab Alistair and I jump with Featherfall. <laughs> oh
0: my okay. fucking god! So you guys, you guys this split... This coca amazing! You, yeah, you guys split and chew a coca leaf and then <laughs> leaf off a seaside cliff uh, and cast Featherfall. Land in the ocean. I'm just gonna ask for a quick <laughs> athletics check to swim against the current. To swim we're against so, the current and not get dashed against so, the rocks.
4: We're so bad at <laughs> all.
0: I will so also bad. say... I will also say, <laughs> I, I will allow you to do acrobatics instead to unline yourselves before you cast Featherfall. <laughs>
3: okay. You I'm can little...
0: do acrobatics or athletics.
3: Okay, dirty 20. Okay. Uh, 17 athletic acrobatics.
0: <laughs> Both of you are fine. <laughs> you can leap off the sea cliff, spread eagle, and like wingsuit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> A wingsuit as best you can without an actual wingsuit. Your coats are, like, your simultaneous coats are just flipping behind <laughs> right. you in the wind.
3: Her giant coats.
0: Yeah, two motherfuckers in trench <laughs> yeah. coats. Ah! Yeah, two motherfuckers <laughs> in trench coats after chewing coca leaves, leap off a seaside cliff. Uh, this is an action movie now. Uh, you <laughs> leap off a seaside cliff, and, like, you push forward through the air enough that by the time you cast Featherfall, you are in a portion of ocean where you don't have to worry about the waves immediately smashing you against the cliffs. But you do land in the water and you have to swim through the water to get to the beach. Uh, As you get to the beach. Mm -hmm. I
1: will just say, in case this impacts timing, uh, as we hit the water, my trench coat actually expands a little bit, and the (laughs) back looks like it's like an octopus head. And hmm. the tentacles from earlier expand That's out from right. my sleeves and underneath. Uh, and I gain a swimming speed of 40, and I can breathe underwater.
0: Oh, all right. In uh, emergency situation, I, I thought it was going to be like, in an emergency situation, your chair cushion can be used as a flotation <laughs> device. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think you would actually transform. Um, but yeah, you are, are able to, as you are swimming towards the beach, you are able to see two raiders. There's two dudes left behind. Uh, as well as two big, like, Viking longships uh, docked on the beach. You do also see the glass crater that Hoon marked uh, the lightning bolt as being president. It is currently not there.
1: Oh. oh. So it does look like this Tricky. is... does look like that's something that they were after. How do they take it? That's a good...
3: Is it on the... Could it be on one of the boats? I'd assume so. They probably just put it right back on it. There's no reason Unless... they take it into the town. Unless, like, the sea beast is kind of like rose up and took it down into the briny depths, like... Or, they, there's, like, a
1: part of the squad that's headed over to the other part of the tree with the lightning bolt.
3: I feel like we would have seen them, though, like...
1: On the way here? No, because yeah. we've seen them come up. They were just that's leaving true. the beach when yeah. we got out. There could be some going on there now. All right, regardless, yeah, like we've got to get on one of these boats. The
3: message had a longer range. Oh,
1: I will
0: say again that there are two dudes here. Uh, So as you yeah. try and get onto the beach, I, wanna roll a st- I want you guys to roll a stealth check to approach stealthily. I assume alongside one of the boats, so you have some level of cover. But right. still, I'm going to need, like, you know, it- it's difficult to, st- like, get onto the beach not noisily.
1: Uh, I'd like to kind of just fully go underneath the water and just kind of slowly come up, like,
0: shore myself. Oh, yeah, actually, you have a swimming speed. You're fine. Just Alistair. Okay. Oh.
1: Uh,
3: so, even with this advantage, that's an 18.
0: Okay, wow. yeah. You guys... Ooh. Uh, Q, you just, like, float onto the shore and just look like a beached octopus as the waves recede, <laughs> and then you just stand up with two tiny, like, little gnome legs and just... Uh, up towards the boat. Uh, Alistair, like a wraith, you just, like, let Ooh. the current carry you and slide onto the beach and just walk out fully casually as though you're like a siren like this is just completely normal you ru- you rise from the sea like mist and just walk onto the beach these guards have no idea that you are here
2: wow
1: right. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> uh, so maybe we split off into the two separate boats look for the lightning bolt and then meet figure up on one how- of the boats
3: right that and figure out how to man an entire longboat with two people
1: right that's that's another big problem um I have an idea for that but let's, let's yeah, search let's, this let's, first.
3: Let's burn that bridge when we get there, right. Uh,
1: so I guess we split off into the different boats and look yep. for the lightning bolts in each of them. Okay. Yes.
0: Uh, both of you just roll. Just roll for me. Just roll a d20. Lucky 13. Okay. Nat 20. Nat 20? 20. Uh, Q, you hop onto uh, the boat on the left. Uh, if, you're, if you're coming down the switchback, it'd be the mm. one on the left. And you see uh, right there, bundled in like heavy cloth, on the middle of the deck is the lightning bolt just um, sitting
1: there just gonna take that bundle and kind of like put it on my back mm-hmm. uh i will like get to the side of the boat where like just my forehead is going over the side because i'm not tall i'm just kind of pull myself up mm-hmm. see if i can see alistair on the other side and then i just like when i make eye contact i just like point to the my back and you can see like the long uh thing with cloth on my back
3: like, for a second, like, Alistair misinterprets and uses Mage Hand to scratch Q's uh, back.
1: <laughs> I, I'm like... oh! That... And then I Mage Hand back and scratch
0: yours. Uh, <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, no, oh, that's a good spot. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Spectrally <laughs> scratching each other's backs from the boat.
1: <laughs> uh, bunny I, bunny. I, then I just got turn it, around to show, <laughs> <laughs> show him. <laughs> got it, yeah, all right. All right, so then um, I guess... I'll send a message to you. Actually, be like, oh, <laughs> right. <how> could "I <laughs> could just do this." Um,
0: <laughs> we love spellcasters.
1: <laughs> do you want to just kill these two? Do you want to take this lightning bolt and head back to Hoon? Do you want to go see the sea beast? Do you want me to swim to go see the sea beast? I mean, and you take I mean, this back to Hoon? I mean,
3: yeah, that might work. Could that might be best like that. actually. That might be best. I mean, um, I'll hoof it as quick as my scrawny little legs can take me.
1: All right, uh, I'm just gonna take. Here, I'll uh, uh, I guess I'll I'll just I don't want to just toss it to the other side. How heavy is this? It's a lightning bolt. Heav- is it? It's heavy,
0: Heav- heavier than uh, heavier than you would be able to carry with your mage hand. This thing is a couple pounds. okay,
1: got okay. it. Um, then I guess we'll just like sneak back around behind the guards. <laughs>
0: it's about as heavy as like holding a lead pipe,
1: pass oh, off it. my lightning pipe over to Alistair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, Godspeed, I'm gonna go talk to a creature of darkness in the sea, you go back to that deep undead tree and see if this lightning does anything, maybe.
3: I mean, would this be throw? I mean, yeah, no, that makes sense, I'm just worried that this is gonna throw off some kind of variable in the control experiment, but it's fine. Sure. Like, I'll go. I'll I think go. we're just running with things. Yeah, honestly, we're just kind of seeing everything's play, so- yeah.
1: yeah, there's a lot of pieces that just moved all at once, you know, let's just do so- this.
0: Alright, yeah, that's fine. I also just want to ask casually, do either of you at any point touch the lightning bolt with your bare hands? Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Both of us, no. <laughs> I might be a little hopped up from the coca leaf, but I'm not <laughs> touching that with my Okay.
0: Bare hands. Uh So, I want to ask first, Alistair, how do yeah. you what are you doing about the guards?
3: Um, do you want me to help kill them real quick so you can just run? No, I think I might get this. Um I'm distract him. Start yeah, I mean I'm gonna start approaching and just oi. Ignore uh, two oh. wisdom saves.
0: Okay. All right.
3: I use a second level command. What's your DC? Uh DC fifteen. Fifteen?
0: Uh you see, you hit them with the ignore and one of them kind of turns to you with like a uh rolled something just in his mouth smoking. And he just goes, uh. uh and, and just turns back <laughs> around. Uh <laughs> and the other one goes, fucking. And pulls out his sword and starts walking towards you. How no, are you doing it?
3: I mean, that should seem pretty obvious, shouldn't it? Um,
0: oh. oh yeah, uh, and he's gonna run at you and start swinging. Uh, uh, so go ahead and roll initiative. All
3: right. Can I get a
1: a, a hidden action and just lunge out from the water?
0: Roll a stealth check because you got off the boats. So all like right.
1: uh, the uh, that would be an eleven. I'm gonna use my last port and roll to give me yeah. a dirty twenty.
0: I want to say just to hide in the moment before Alistair starts walking forward. Yes, yeah. you are able to like. You don't go back into the water. You press up against, like, the deck of one of the boats, and just the octopus covering on your, uh, of your cloak just slightly changes to a ruddy brown, and you slide along the, uh, the deck to the side of this guy as he's charging forward. So, yeah, you can go ahead and take a surprise round.
1: Great. Uh, I'm going to... I think I'm going to use uh, my rapier. I'm not going to use booming blade because that's too loud. Maybe I'm not going to use the rapier. I'm going to use the tentacle lash that I did last time. Okay. Uh, It's a 26 to hit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that'll do it. He needs to make a a DC 15 strength save. Okay. Uh, Natural one, he fails. All right, he's knocked prone and he takes 13 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, Add sneak attack. Oh, thank you. I wasn't sure if we were doing that for me.
0: I'll let you do it.
1: Why not? Thanks. It's a six additional bludgeoning damage. Okay, 19 points of damage. Coolio.
0: Uh, he is still standing. He's looking hurt. Except he's not standing because he's prone. He's prone. Yeah, except <laughs> he's still, he's still <laughs> active. So, uh, all of you go. Both of you go ahead and roll uh, initiative for me. I got a twenty-two. Don't even. He rolled in that one. Um, all right. <laughs> you guys can go ahead and go first. All right. I'm really sorry about this, mate. If you had
3: just listened, um, and I'm just gonna take out the longsword. You know, just draw out the spectral longsword and just hmm. plug... Did you do first actually uh hex okay bonus action? Uh just to add that little extra d6 of spooky damage. Um and because he's prone, I have advantage on this attack, right?
0: Yes, you do. Uh, well uh 17 to hit. That will hit.
3: Okay, and he's two handing, so that is that is ten plus six, 16 points of damage as so he just two hand down into his throat.
0: Uh yeah uh q's tentacle sweeps this guy's legs and you just step forward with the long sword and like this cut time directly
3: just like mm. two hand like point first just listen i'm really sorry i'll try to make this quick and it's right into the right through the throat through the spine sever the
0: vertebrae he, he grabs the he gra- oh sever the vertebrae as the blade plunges down his hands grab it and you can feel the blade like sliding through his palms as he tries to stop it and you just cut it and immediately he stops, and his body just collapses. And you see the other guy who was smoking a cigarette who you hit with the ignore just kind of turns and goes, Because ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> command only lasts for one round, if I'm correct, yeah?
3: Yeah, one round. Yeah, so he would uh, he would
0: turn, like, with the cigarette still in his mouth, just go, ah! <laughs> Uh And you see he's uh, not magically influenced uh, anymore. Uh, Q, you do still have a turn to act before this guy goes.
1: Great. Uh, I'm going to bonus action. Do you...
0: I guess I'll do insightful fighting because that way I don't actually have to hide. Um, yeah, I would I would say you've definitely like been able to study these guys.
1: Uh so insightful fighting, I'm gonna make an insight check. He mm. needs to make a deception check.
0: Okay. Uh not the most deceptive dude, especially not when he's high. It's gonna be twelve. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's a it's a fourteen.
1: Nerdy twenty, so I get sneak attack against him even if I don't have advantage. I'm just gonna rush up with the rapier and use booming blade this time because now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh Let's go ahead and roll. Nat 20?
2: Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I just I can't insert believe... that I love this movie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Hoon signed up for a cutscene right now.
2: Uh... <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, this is an action movie. You always got to have the guy in the van who's just doing the stakeout. You know, the that's camera doesn't it, cut to him often, but...
1: When it does, there's some important info. Uh, <laughs> so that's six, pe- or six thunder damage, hmm. 10 Piercing damage plus 46 sneak attack for 13. So it's a total of uh, 29 damage.
0: He's still standing, but just barely. Oh, for fuck's sake, mate. We
3: tried to make this as painless as possible. Now you've gone and done this to yourself.
0: Uh, You stab this dude and leave him at 1 HP. Go ahead and roll an intimidation check for me. Sure. I'm going to do that. There's a 16
3: on the die plus 7, 23. Uh, I got a 14, so
0: I, I just need I Alistair. So, with a, uh, with a 23 deception check and also getting stabbed for 29 points of damage, uh, you see he gets stabbed in the stomach and he just kind of like,
3: oh, uh, okay, I'm sorry, Jesus. Yeah, go reevaluate your life. Go
0: somewhere no. else
3: and reevaluate your life.
0: Fucking, what are you doing? i yeah.
1: ah. And let me get a hit of that. Yeah, I'm a drug you... guy now. I took coca earlier. Thank you. They got coca here? <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty good. Where?
0: Uh come on to tell you that. See. Well, come on, man. It's party foul. <laughs> tell me.
1: Where'd you get it from? I mean, it's good stuff though, Alistair. This is really nice. This is like really <laughs> Jeez, mellowing out. What?
0: Oh awesome. my bad. I, yeah, I throw yeah, it in the ground just, and I <laughs> squash it. You just gotta be careful mean. to use it responsibly. If you overuse it, you'll get, you know. Whatever. I'll go find the cloak of myself. And he just starts walking towards the switchback. back. It's him still bleeding. Uh <laughs> and he's just walking away. He's like, uh, uh-uh, oh, yeah. I'm not doing it.
1: Do we do we just let him leave? You're, gonna, you're walking that direction. Yeah. It's going to be awkward. It's, it's going to be really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Let's
0: kill him instead.
3: <laughs> well, he's just going to be tomorrow. We'll, okay, no, it's fine. It's like, we'll just, we'll just happen to go our same ways. I understand. Why ignore each other? You see, he's, as we he's go. like
0: walking up the switchback, and then he looks down and realizes he's still beating, and you just hear him lightly go, huh? And then he collapses face first into the gravel of the switchback.
3: Look, it took care
1: of itself. Alright, never mind. Alright, good luck, Alistair. I'm going in the no, water. No, I'm gonna start running now. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start swimming. And I just uh, like moonwalk back into the water and
0: all right. watch, uh, swim away. So we will resolve <laughs> we'll resolve uh we'll resolve Q first, because I think at this point it is nighttime, no matter how fast Alistair runs. I don't oh, think yeah, you're no. gonna be able to make it quick enough. Probably not. Uh valiant effort, but uh so we'll resolve Q first as Q swims into the water. Um make a do you just keep swimming until something happens?
1: I think um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have detect magic active. Mm-hmm. So if anything magical starts to hit me, that's going to be it. I also realize this is going to be like pitch darkness. Yep. Um. So it's going to be pretty difficult to see anything. So instead, I'm just going to keep my ears open to see if uh, anything is going to scream out at me necessarily um I think also the fact that I kind of radiate some of that intrasil pollen is going to be enough to attract whatever creature is out here.
3: And you have a lightning bolt strike to your back. No,
1: no, no. I gave that to you. Oh, yes. That's correct. Yes. I am not kidding. bringing that out
0: here. Into dying. the open water. Yeah. No, I would have immediately started shocking it. Um,
1: <laughs> just immediately dead. Yeah.
0: Somehow um,
1: that
3: detail just jumped out of my brain. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, so- and
1: I will also, just so I have it active. I will use from Scribe's Insight, comprehend languages so that if anything starts speaking to me in some otherworldly
0: language, uh, I'm able to perfectly understand it. Okay, so you are swimming out into open ocean in the middle of the night. Uh, you have a swim speed. Are you staying near the surface or are you delving underneath? I'm going deep.
1: I think I'm okay. going to try to stay like low.
0: Do you have dark vision? No. I see okay. nothing. I'm just swimming you are, in the darkness. You are swimming along the bottom of the ocean in complete pitch blackness in the middle of the night, and you are Pine just coca. going. Yeah. You can, hear, you can hear a light pinging from your detect magic like sonar as you, as you swim along the <laughs> bottom of your Ding, 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 ding. Magic. And immediately there's an eye in front of your face because it only has a range of 30 feet. Yeah. So you, you just hit magic, and suddenly there's something in front of you, and you see. For a moment, it flashes, and then it's just scales, 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 going. And then it's open sea again. And then it comes back, and you see this time the eye stops in front of you, and it's one, on th- one of three eyes on the side of the head. And they swivel towards you, and they are pitch black. And you hear, in your head, speaking to you, I was hoping you'd bring one of my siblings. Come on. <laughs> oh, siblings?
1: Oh, I... wait a minute!
0: Are you? Oh, you like a neat hog. I see. Nice um, to meet you. I was wondering when you'd come to see me. Yeah. Uh.
1: Sorry, it took so long. I, I'm the one without one of your siblings, actually. So, ah. And uh, uh, the uh, other, the other two agents of Victor got him. Uh, how you doing, man? Is this like your territory?
0: Oh yes. Uh, you know, one of uh, one of Uncle Iggy's roots comes through the uh, sea floor here. So this is this is where his roots come through in this timeline. Uh, so, you know, I am stationed here to devour them as they appear.
1: Oh, hey, that's pretty good. Um, so you obviously know there's some problems happening here, right? Oh,
0: yes. 100%. Have you been trying
1: to solve that on your end? Like sending those raiders over?
0: So here's the problem. Yeah. There's a dragon on the land. Meta. And um, if I try, she'll kill me. Why? She's significantly stronger than I am.
1: What if I could organize like a piece? Like, because um... she doesn't like this either.
0: Here's the other thing. Right. Um, if it's best generally for mortals to not see me. Um, okay. Generally, uh, I would prefer if my presence were made known on, you know, individual scales, individual adventurers, it's a different matter because, you know, tales are always told of great beasts. But uh, if I were to suddenly appear and an entire town would see my figure that's suddenly a much bigger deal um and even if the problem were resolved it would create lasting problems for the timeline as people mm. would now come to see the the sea beast off the coast and uh, you know eventually it might disturb my ability to devour uh, uncle iggy's roots as they push through i would prefer not to surface if that would be all right yeah i can work that um also, i understand that's your purpose for being. That's here.
1: right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just trying to figure things out. What's your name? I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I I've only heard Sea Beast. So I actually don't have one. Sea Beast is fine.
1: Okay. Sea uh, Beast. Cool, man. That's that's sick with me. Um, name's uh, Quincy Q. Contry, private detective. Uh, gnome investigator. Uh, at your service here. We've done some investigating. Probably you know three, four loops at this point. Mm. Um. So there's a yes, lot going on. Right. Oh great! Uh, so you've know we've been around, obviously. Yes. Yeah. So I'm honestly thrilled that you are um, not eating me, uh, and not like some regular old monster of darkness, but instead, you know,
0: I uh, am amazed you just came down here on your own. I, I, honestly, if th- I was, if I did just eat you, right? I mean, like, what would you have done?
1: Right? I'd wake up in the morning and say, "Don't do that again." Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, when when you're going to wake up the next day, no matter what happens to you, you kind of lose. Also, the thing in my head, I, I just had this conversation. It, it it makes my emotions regulated so much so that fear mm. doesn't strike me as much. So this is not really something I'm too scared of. Um, wow. So, you know, there are certain moments where that gets overwritten, such as when I miss out on drama. Um, but other than that, not really. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Um, hmm. There's a lot to catch you up on. Have you... I guess you've been in contact with the raiders above, in some I, shape way or form.
0: Uh, in contact is bad analogy. They summon me um, regularly. They worship me as some kind of god. I don't know. Okay. Um... I made the mistake of telling them last night before the loop began that something had landed on the beach or not on the beach, but in the woods. I think you understand. I don't know if yes. you know, there's a splinter of uncle Iggy. Yes. Um,
1: we ran into that today.
0: Yes. Um. So I made the mistake of telling them that that's there and they saw it as a wonderful excuse to raid. Um, the craziest thing is they never go to the woods. Yeah,
1: I was gonna. Yeah, I mean, you kind of. It's right. I'm it's gonna like, be
0: real. They worship me as a god. They don't care about me.
1: It's more like an excuse just to like it's do what they excuse. want. Yeah, and they have like a belief system that reinforces all their values that yes. they don't actually. You Know, listen to what they're doing, yeah. I get it, and then
0: you look at the reality of that god, and it's like, you know, if that god, you know, that god is literally here talking to you, and you know, you can see my acts on the world, and I'm saying, like, no, I want something else, but uh, yeah. maybe
1: next time you tell them, hey, raid this town, and they'll go to the forest. Who knows?
0: I uh, that would be insane if that worked that way. Um, that'd be great, anyways. But-
1: uh, so obviously, the big issue is the splinter, then,
0: yes. Um, there's uh my job is to, you know, eat the roots as they appear. Keep the garden uh,
1: trimmed, I get it.
0: Yes. Uh, Uncle Iggy, as much as he hates interfering in timelines, uh, naturally does so. Uh, you know, he his roots spread as he grows, and because it is hard for the timeless to grow, um, his roots naturally seek out timelines to spread into. Uh, and so, you know, it it is the task of myself and my siblings to uh, stop that from interfering right. with the progress of the timelines. The splinter, um, he, I'm, I think, not you, you, one of your companions was present the last time Mother got to feed, I think. Right. Um, oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. The, the most recent ending. timeline. I did
0: get told about
1: that. I believe that was Alistair who was in that one. Yeah, sp- spooky lad.
0: Um, so, you know, anomalies are anomalous to you. To us, they are as natural as the timelines themselves, uh, because they happen for all variety of reasons, but all life mutates. All life uh, has things that occur and things that go wrong, and there are always cancerous cells in a body, uh, and, you know, a, a, a genetic mutations will always lead to biodiversity. These things happen. Um. I hate to interrupt you.
1: Do you mind yes. if I just get on top of you? I've been swimming for so long. Absolutely
0: fine. Thank go you. Ahead.
1: I just climb on top. All right, please
0: continue. I'll swim. I'll ride you back to the uh, beach. Well, it doesn't matter at this point. You'll go back. No, I'll just week. wake up soon. Yeah. Um. I'll take you to a geothermal vent. It's nice and lit. Oh. Um, uh. But yes. Uh. So when Mother devoured the last timeline, a splinter flew off Uncle Iggy and landed here. Um. I can't get to it in my current position, which is why you were sent. I don't think Uncle Iggy understands that it's a splinter, though. There right. are various reasons anomalies occur. Um, sometimes it's a mutation from within the timeline. Sometimes it's an occurrence from without in this situation. It just happened to be from without. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it needs to get removed. As any splinter should be, it needs to be pulled. I see. So this needs to be destroyed is what you're saying. There's no
1: saving it. Because we ran into like a lightning bolt on the beach caught in a stasis. It's power. Uh, it's, it's power. And it's if we power. were to reunite that with um, the tree, that's a good or bad thing?
0: It would turn the splinter to a sapling. And that's good or bad? It's anomalous. Still anomalous. So either it, way, it needs to be removed. It would be anomalous. If it were turned into a sapling then, you know, the entire reason I am here is to prevent Uncle Iggy's presence in this timeline. Right. Um, You know, there are many of us in all all variety of different timelines. Mother breeds like crazy. Um, Good for her. Yeah, honestly. Uh, There are many of us in almost every timeline, in various places, gnawing at the roots. Uh, Pure coincidence that, you know, the anomaly happened right next to me. That's fun, you know. It could have been any of my siblings. Yeah, it's it's great, right? Um, But, yes, if if it were to turn to a sapling, the problem of the loop would be fixed, but it would still be considered anomalous because Uncle Iggy's not supposed to be here. Right. And they would rather not be.
1: So we end the loop, but it's still anomalous, or we destroy it and end the anomaly, but will the loop continue?
0: If it's destroyed, its power would vanish, and thus the loop would also end.
1: Do you... We seem to have a theory that it's something to do with um, the dragon's son casting powerful magic ending up destroying it, or like powering it himself for a moment. (sighs) Um, is there something...
0: Um, Figures are able to tap into Yggdrasil's magic. Right. Uh, It's especially easy for the especially powerful, um, Avra. At this point, you have arrived, like, uh, the sea beast has taken you to, like, the edge of this geothermal vent, very, like, Pacific Rim opening-esque, where you can see, like, there's, like, the glowing, uh, beauty of, like, magma beneath, and you can see, like, this beautiful, like, reverse waterfall of bubbles kind of pressing up, and it's this nice, like, underwater view. You can see fish occasionally swimming past. Um, the dragon is powerful enough to tap into it. I um, see. As is the druid. Ah! but the druid doesn't know about it necessarily.
1: The dragon has retained its memories. The druid seems not to.
0: I don't... I could not tell you why. Maybe there's some level of resistance to outside influence, considering... I don't know. I truly did he, not know that even the dragon had retained their memories.
1: Fair enough. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe the druid's lying to us. It wouldn't really matter. It's a, he's a nice little squirrel. She's a nice little squirrel. It is
0: interesting that the dragon retained their memories. Is that not supposed to happen? Ah, uh, it's just interesting. I hadn't assumed that that would be the case. Well, I think it's I think she
1: is retaining her memories because she's a, one of two things, either one, it's an extremely traumatic night that just because she's powerful, she's able to maintain that connection to it. Or the other idea that I have is because she's walking into like another being during the time of it. Uh, her own consciousness isn't as affected as it's a little bit more turbulent. I'm not sure. Not really mm. sure how that stuff works. It's more of a Hoon question. He's more of the abstract thinker. Um, You should have heard him earlier. He made a big... or No, sorry, not big. Tiny hut. It was really nice. It was room temperature inside. Really mm. lovely. Uh, sorry, off topic. No, um, no, please. We have all the... No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, oh. Sea Beast, so... If there is something that needs to be done to solve this loop, you're saying it is to destroy this tree. If we were to do that, the anomaly is over, everything is done, set, good.
0: Yes, uh, I should say, simply fighting it would not be enough. Um, Okay. Bring it to me. Bringing it to you. My job is to devour the roots. A splinter is no problem. Um, Interesting. All right. Bring it to me. I can destroy it, um, and then do what you must. Save the town... uh, uh, uh save the boy interact with the dry whatever else you wish to do but if the loop is to stop you should at any given point bring me the splinter
1: okay can we keep the hot i don't see why not honestly be pretty cool to use that in like technology i think who would have a field day with that thing he's been eyeing that just, I can see sometimes he's like having a conversation, and sometimes his eyes just drift off towards the sky as if he's dreaming of the lightning bolt coming down and stays. Like I can just see it on his face. So I would say it likely
0: is. be easier to use if you attached a handle to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's probably step one. Might be an alistair weapon actually. Ah, we'll figure it out. Alrighty. uh well, thank you so much. I guess we'll just chill here till you know tomorrow. Are well, you're going to retain your memories? I assume, right? Uh, yes, I am. Alright, great. Uh, I'm Q, my friends are Alistair and Hoon, um, if there's a way you can contact us and something happens and you need do you to- you have a business card? I do, actually. I reach in and it's like, I can't see it, but mm. I I feel it and I pull it out and I- do you just want me to put it like in your mouth or like- I'll just drop
0: it, I'll catch it okay. as it falls. I'll just, I'll just like throw it off into the void. Yeah, you see it, it slowly tumbles and you see the eyes- <laughs> swivel towards it and like read it as it's going down and just hear I don't have hands um and it just Ah. like it just reads it as it tumbles through the water and then it thuds against the sand below I did get the info though
1: was that um was that polluting
0: no it's fine it'll return
1: oh right okay uh and I guess I guess Q is just gonna (laughs) chill out on top of this ultra-dimensional being and watch the geothermal vent until he wakes up the next day
0: yeah so tell me how Uncle Iggy is doing, and oh, we'll cut away. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll cut away from there back to Hoon in Hoon's uh, tiny hut, uh, <laughs> sitting there with nutmeg. So you are just waiting until something
2: happens. Uh, well, it's also uh, should be known that uh, the detect magic has been like constantly being like ritual cast. So that way, if something magical were to occur within his vicinity, then he would know. Okay. So, uh, the same sequence of events happens
0: the first night when you did not interact with the town. Uh, you hear buildings start to break, you see fire start to light the sky from the city. Uh, you hear screams, then you hear a woman scream, the sky clouds, and you see a lightning bolt fall, and you see it arcing directly towards the tree. And the Before it hits Mm -hmm. the
2: tree, uh, Hoon is gonna take advantage of his tech and put a third level spell slot into it.
0: Okay. Uh, The lightning bolt collides with the tree and you see immediately well over two or three dozen lightning bolts arc out from the tree itself as the lightning collides. And the tree just disperses the energy around it in a radial blast. And you see the forest immediately engulfed in flame uh, as the the splinter stands perfectly whole, hale and hearty. completely untouched but fully redirects the lightning into the forest around it and you see Nutmeg's eyes go wide and she scampers out and you hear like you see her start to wave her hands into the air as though to cast some kind of spell. Nutmeg
2: what are you doing?
0: Saving my forest what do you think? What? There's a giant
2: tree what do you expect to do?
0: Whatever I can and she starts you see weaving this spell and in the moment right as you see it is about to take effect, like moments before it actually takes effect, the loop resets, and you guys find yourself once more in the storage space of the loft, walking through with all your gear, all your equipment, exactly where it was. But Q has slung across his back a massive, frozen lightning bolt. How'd and that get is... It? That yeah, right. how is how Q we are go going ahead? to go ahead and stop for tonight.
3: How did Q get the lightning bolt? Oh, I'm sorry, I Alistair. I
0: had... Alistair. Oh. Sorry. Oh, uh, Alistair. Like, whoa, they... wait. Yes, my apologies. I also thought Q had it for some reason. Uh, Alistair has Great. the lightning bolt slung across their back. Uh, oh, fuck me. Oh. And that is where we are going to stop
2: for the night. Should have right. just left the plot twist in there and like rolled with it. That would have been brilliant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, having introduced
2: a lot more pieces
0: to the board this episode. I am excited to see how we progress, but for now, that is where we're going to have to
2: stop. I've been your DM once again,
0: Evan. It's been a pleasure to have
2: you. Oh, well um, I'll, I'll follow up with that. Honestly, I, I feel like I feel like a good like, seven-eighths of the chessboard have now officially been assembled and we can start to make moves against the flow, which is very exciting. Uh, this is Eli. I'm, uh, I'm going to say goodnight because I don't usually do that. So goodnight everybody. Wow, what a what a
1: change up. Uh <laughs> this is this is Cam signing off. Everyone's playing chess. I'm out here playing backgammon. Uh Ooh. so can't wait to roll some dice and move some checkers next time.
0: Yeah, we play Moncala up in this
3: bitch. Oh. Cool. <laughs> and uh I'm the other half of that buddy cop movie. You're going to start doing uh, it for outros now too? <laughs> I mean it, like okay. What? How else would you describe what Q and oh, yes, did, yes, other than yeah. like just buddy cop movie? Just huh?
0: <laughs> Completely. <laughs> so buddy let's cut. go
3: jump off a cliff. I love great <laughs> people.
0: <laughs> so chewing coca leaves and leaping off of seaside cliffs, we've been the forever DMs. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night.